Hattie Hill talks about the difference between caring and carrying. And I've noticed that for, for women especially, it seems to be difficult to differentiate between caring and carrying to the point where every waking moment is filled with the things they carry from work. And man, that is just a, a one-way ticket to burning out. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, welcome back. This is Tony Dufresne, PhD, your host. And uh, today I have a very special guest that is going to chat with us about business and small business and especially in the nuance of coffee, which you know is near and dear to my heart. It is uh, Michael Ryan. He is the joint founder of Threadbare Coffee Company. He's a published author, international speaker, creator of multiple online courses. Man, you're you're way too important to be on this show, I'll tell you that. He's a licensed uh, Q grader. He's at, which is a co- that's the coffee thing, right? The Q grader? The Q stands for quality, yeah. Qual- okay, good. At level 1 uh, so you're a SOM as well. God, get out of here, man. Just level He's, 1 though. There's four right, levels. I don't care. I'm a level 0. So level 1 <laughs> works for me. He's a certified business coach, health and wellness coach. He's got a ton of experience in the coffee industry uh, where he got his background and I'm assuming from that background that's where you've kind of come into your niche in terms of being a consultant and a coach to mm-hmm. people that want to get into the coffee industry, uh, people that want to start their own small business. And mm-hmm. So welcome to the show, Michael. I appreciate you being here. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. So can I uh, kind of get you to kind of walk me through really what it is you do with clients and yeah. the type of people that you come across initially who want to get into coffee and not only into coffee, but starting a small business on their own that they've never started a small business before. Yeah, hundred percent. I, uh, after 13 years of being in the coffee industry, I started to notice a pattern that was really concerning. I, I realized that most cafe and roastery owners are actually not profitable or paying themselves a paycheck. So when that happens, I mean, the end result is always exhaustion, burnout, overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And so I created Threadbare Coffee to meet with owners on a regular basis to equip them with the tools they need to become profitable, to pay themselves, and really ultimately set up the day-to-day to to run itself. Uh, Because when that's possible, when they're flourishing, they can actually create something where other people can flourish, their staff, their customers, their contractors, whoever it is. Do most of the people that that you have dealt with in the past, is this their first go around with yes. a small business? And is it just because mm-hmm. they're just, they're like me, like you, they just are <laughs> obsessed with coffee and they want to start their bit. I mean, what's the genesis yeah. of that typically? The vast majority, yeah, it's their first time ever running a business in any form. Mm-hmm. I do have some clients who it's their second time around. Um, but one, I, I like to use the analogy of, of a business like an airplane. And one thing is that's true about airplanes is if you know how to fly one airplane, that doesn't mean you know how to fly a different airplane. You actually have to get certified and licensed to fly each type of airplane. Mm-hmm. And so even if folks have had previous business experience, of course, they have a leg up. But I mean, a lot of times I work with people who they were... They were owning another business, but that business was not profitable. So Mm -hmm. they still never learned how to run a profitable business Mm -hmm. Um, or they ran a franchise and now they're, they're actually the owner for the first time. So there's all, all sorts of folks, but the general theme I would say is people who it's their first time uh, running a business, no previous business experience, no previous coffee experience. 
that's the general trend. Those are the, those are the people who tend to start coffee companies. So that's a that's a pretty uh, tall mountain to climb initially. It, it's, it's it's interesting because I, I, I'm sure that you've dealt with this before with clients, and I've had a number of small businesses as I've gone through my machinations mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff, and also and I've also coached and uh, and counseled a number of people who have gone through the same thing in not necessarily in coffee. Actually, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever dealt with anybody in the coffee industry. But what <laughs> I what I found that is that is that a lot of people when they they're super gung-ho because they have the passion, right? It comes in and the emotion is there, the passion is there, plus they want to just be their own boss, which I've been my own boss for, you know, ever, and it's awesome. I mean, but it does have its Mm -hmm. costs to it, and it is where, and seeing as though I like to talk about confidence, I like to talk Mm -hmm. about, you know, your mindset and perspective and context Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you find that that they they come in with with this with the gung ho attitude, get hit with a lot of you know knowledge and then or truth, and then they yeah. and then there's a is there some sort of a crisis of confidence or something <laughs> there? Do you see that happening? I do, yeah. And I'm. Are you familiar with the Dunning Kruger effect? Oh yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. In so fact, I, I lived see... most of my life until I realized what it was, and I thought, oh, okay, no wonder why I think I know everything. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see that arc um, as as also a kind of a sub pattern uh, moving from, you know, uh, you know, not knowing, having no experience and little to no confidence, but then having just enough information to think you know everything. Yeah, right. But that's like unsustainable. People, right. Yeah, yeah and it, a, a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing, as they say. And part of it is because um, when your scope is is so small, yeah. and you know everything within that scope. You don't realize that we were just talking about becoming a parent and how that kind of widens your scope. It's the same thing, becoming a business owner, it widens your scope. And all of a sudden you start to realize you don't know as much as you thought you knew. And, and a lot of people don't, that kind of uh, wrecks them from a confidence standpoint, that, that experience is very shattering Mm -hmm. in some ways. And um, from the outside looking in, it can be confusing but for me as a coach and a consultant, I see that. And that's, that's a lot of times where I enter into the narrative. That's where I partner with them. Yeah. I would think that that your, that is the most important part of your job. I would think in, Mm. in terms Mm -hmm. of the context of, of starting not only the business, but the coffee and all, but just, just the, just the psychological aspects of grounding somebody with this being overwhelmed initially, because that's one thing where their expectations are probably, I love it. And so it's just going to flow. Whereas you you and I, and then, you know, the other people that have done business stuff before (laughs) are saying, yeah, that doesn't work that way. It's not, not quite enough. Really? No. I mean, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but you know, when it gets into you're like, Ooh, boy, this is rough. Do you have, can you recall maybe, uh, like something or a client that you had dealt with that kind of dealt yeah. with this same uh, type of situation and and how you handled it and then how they handled it going forward after you guys mm-hmm. worked on it. Yeah, a, a a lot of clients. One of the first things they they need help kind of realizing, and it it's very much not that people are unintelligent. It's it's much more they either just need to be reminded of something, or nobody's ever said you know certain key pieces of information uh like you your coffee business is is a business mm-hmm. for a lot of people that's like almost uh eye opening or, or earth shattering to think of it um, cuz what they what they actually wanted to create was more like a community group mm-hmm. um but a community group is a really expensive hobby to have but a lot of times that's that's what they've unintentionally created so helping them see it as a business and then i'm i'm a huge 
fan of you know universal principles. The methods are many, but the principles are few. And so what I teach would apply to any business. And I've had people like follow me on Instagram. I just had a bunch of uh, ice cream shops follow me on Instagram because they're mm. like, everything that you're saying applies to us. <laughs> We're ice cream shops. So right. I have a, a growing ice cream shop following, which is fun. Uh, but those universal principles are are necessary, I think, for success in any industry, in any business. And one of the principles that always comes up that needs to be either addressed or or refreshed, you know, people need to be reminded more than taught, Hannah Moore said. And um, one of the huge ones is is confidence. Helping people kind of rethink what confidence is, rethink what things like imposter syndrome are, mm-hmm. and then ha- having a healthy what I would say a healthier relationship with perfectionism, um, healthier maybe is not the best word, but certainly more helpful relationship with I perfectionism. Like that. I like that. Cause that's as a, as a perfectionist, as a recovering yeah. while well, you never recover from it, right? As a functioning, like a, a hopefully higher functioning perfectionist higher functioning than I used to be. Yes. Right? It never yeah. goes away. Right. So yeah. you have, so I, I like the way that you describe that in terms of it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of working with it and understanding it. Yeah. I love, I love it. Yeah. And I, I most, uh, the vast majority of my clients are, are, um, women or they're, they're married couples. So I'm working with a a husband and a wife, generally speaking, um, or they're women and, and confidence is, is a huge thing that I, it almost always just comes up naturally. I don't usually have to like prompt it. Um, cause it's usually lying right at the root of most of what's uh, what most of what's going on in the business. Does it Um, come up at us at a particular spot? Most of the time, is it when the rubber meets the road uh, in terms yeah. of like the the, the conversion? Because I find that a lot of people who get into coffee, a lot of people get into ice cream are yeah. are uh, there's an artistic aspect to them. They're artists, yes. and artists yeah. don't like being business people, right? They, <laughs> and and I think that's why that's where that community yeah. thing comes in, right? That that's what yeah. they want to create. They want to create totally. the 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 relationship aspect of it. But yeah. the business part, they're like, uh, well, mm-hmm. do I have to? Where does it come up? From and and let's just let's just niche to yeah. more of a yeah. from a women's woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. Where does that come up in your business in the, in the coffee business in starting yeah. something like that? It comes up almost as soon as we start talking about the coffee business as a business. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's that's generally because like what you said, there's there's this desire to create um, a safe space, a space of community, a space of warmth, a space of invitation, mm-hmm. uh, and for that space to be profitable and sustainable, thinking of it like a business is is important. But generally those things are seen as combative. And so a lot of folks uh, will kind of pick the pick the part of it they like and try to ignore the part of it they dislike so much. Right. Um, but that's, it, it doesn't go away, it just goes underground and then mm-hmm. it, it boils up later some in some other context. So I've I've noticed, and this isn't, you know, this is just my personal experience. I've noticed that the, the in the married couples, the the men seem to be more open to that idea of running the business like a business. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the women, especially, that it feels like uh, the propo- the proposal seems to almost feel like it's going against their principles. Like that's not right. why we started this thing in the first place, which I totally understand. Um, but it's a, it is a different uh, like path to walk. When because some people will be like, oh yeah, that makes sense, I'm in, and other people 
other people, especially the women are like, no, that's not why we started this thing. But it's so true because it's actually, they, that's not the reason they started it. But if they want it to 100%. be a sustainable business, then you have yeah. to walk, you have to put your, yeah. you know, your toe in that other, on the other side of the, of the line and right. kind of go through that. It yeah. went, when it gets to the point where, and especially maybe from a, like a, a single woman's perspective, mm-hmm. I, I would think, I would, I would think that with the couples that there'd be a more of a balance or the opportunity to balance because you have strengths on both sides. Mm-hmm, Whereas mm-hmm. if it's just, if it's just a woman going into it, she's confronted with this, with yep. this, you know, all this, I don't, I mean, what do you call it? It's not a crisis, but it's just, it, it's a reality, right? It's a reality right. that, that, that there was, the expectation wasn't there for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. How do you as a coach uh, work with her in mm-hmm. terms of making that transition to accepting that part yeah. of it and then integrating that part of it yeah. in without losing the passion and without losing that commitment from that came from that originally. For sure. I think uh, in general, I, I, I work a lot with, like I said, universal principles. And one of the most helpful principles that applies to business, but it also applies to confidence is um, what, what the ancients would have called a false dichotomy. So a false dichotomy is a is a false, a fake, either or proposition. So either business or com- community. Yeah. But if we frame, as soon as we frame it that way, nobody wins. We can't. It's a win lose proposition. So creating that space of hey, um, you know, we might be thinking of this more in black and white terms when it's really a both and situation, or it can be a both and situation, community and business. Um, which is kind of in the middle, but the, the Buddhists, I think, would describe it more like the apex of a triangle. It's mm-hmm. in the middle, but it's a level above. And I, I like that imagery of a, of a triangle. That's a great Confi- image. Confidence to me is the same. And I kind of piggyback my frameworks on each other. So, uh, you know, on one end of the spectrum, we have insufferable arrogance. And especially the women are like, no. Mm-hmm. Guys, interestingly enough, are like, I could go there. Interesting. That is. <laughs> they don't. They don't mind being the insufferably arrogant person. <laughs> Women, I Actually, find, are mortified by sense. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're mortified by the idea of being the insufferably arrogant person. Right. Which makes sense because there's there's this sociological or this societal sort yeah. of underlying uh, thing <laughs> that that indicates that if they do, then they'll be considered such and such, or they it, it takes yeah. them out of you know it, it it puts them into more of a judgmental position, and yeah. it and you know nobody doesn't like not being liked and they feel as though right. that, that they can't get away with as much. Whereas guys, yeah. they don't care. Right. They'll just, right. they'll, they'll, you know, they'll be the, the, the mean guy or they'll be the, right. I mean, it, it's not about being mean, but you know, it's, it's about taking that particular position on things. Yeah. And we I don't really it, have a, a positive framework for that archetype on, right. the, on the female side of things. Like yeah. we, you can imagine a, a, a direct outspoken male leader but if you apply those same characteristics to a female later, we don't have a positive archetype for that. We don't, it's sadly. And that, that's the whole negative. thing about getting yeah. that change because it should yeah. change. It should because it should be a positive thing as well. But I I yeah. I'm totally with you on that completely. Yeah. So they have so when it gets to that point where where she doesn't want to take on that particular role. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and what you've described in terms of the the dichotomy is that whole mm-hmm. binary. Uh, aspect. It's the either or. It's the black and white versus mm-hmm. more of a you know more of a dimensional thinking where it can yeah. enmesh and integrate both together. Mm-hmm. But as you work through this and as you work through the uh, that complicated, it's very complicated because it goes mm-hmm. against you know somebody's natural flow. Where For but sure. it really doesn't. So what do you go? What do you do as you go through the nuts and bolts? Right yeah, of going yeah. through the business. 
How do you yeah. integrate that? How do you support their mm-hmm. position as well as try to open up the reality to where yeah. they can start to integrate that? Yeah, I I do try to frame um, confidence quite a bit differently than I hear most people frame confidence. Mm-hmm. I was just having a conversation with a, a client the other day and I asked them, what's the opposite of arrogance? Because they're terrified of being seen as this, you know, insufferable arrogant, like mm-hmm. I said. Um, and they, I asked them, what's the opposite? What's the other end of the spectrum? And they said, humility. Mm. I said, no. The opposite of arrogance is insecurity. Mm-hmm. Seeing yourself as better than everybody else, that's arrogance. The opposite of that is seeing yourself as lower than everybody else. And that's a version of insecurity. Mm. The balance, the apex of the triangle is humble confidence. Mm-hmm. So it, it, arrogance is just as destructive as insecurity. Insecurity is just as destructive as un- and unhelpful as arrogance. And mm-hmm. framing, framing them as both equally negative is, is helpful because it helps people see like, oh, I've actually overcompensated. I've over, right. overcorrected and now I'm on the insecure side of things where I'm afraid to assert my opinions. But really what people need from me, especially as a, a business owner, is humble confidence, the apex of that triangle. And just reframing it, it doesn't magically solve anything per se, but it gives us the language and the and the mental model to have a conversation about confidence that is the apex of the triangle versus it'll it can sound like I'm saying, hey, be more arrogant, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying go for the apex of that triangle, be more humbly confident. What a great way to do it, it because it, it gives you it gives you that different perspective or the that perspective shift in terms of bookending. Mm-hmm. And if you yeah. if you can bookend it doesn't show them as the as that as the lower end. It shows them as right. the the you know where to be is the apex yeah. or the middle if you want to look at it from a straight line perspective. Mm-hmm. Is to mm-hmm. is to meet in the middle between those two yeah. versus versus seeing that one as just something that you never want to get to and never want to attain. And you won't because yeah. if you're not dialed in or if you're not accepting that as something that you want to go to as a goal that mm-hmm. you know the arrogance thing then you'll yeah. you'll never do it anyway and it, yeah. it goes against everything that you stand for and that's the, right. the conf- conflict that you're coming up against right yeah with your clients right because in a in a binary black and white system if somebody is struggling with insecurity if the only other option available to them is the other end of the spectrum anything i say will sound like i'm saying be more arrogant right exactly <laughs> because that's the only other option right. available as right. far as they know so I have to first create a framework where there is additional options. And I, I even differentiate between like the low middle and the high middle. The low mm-hmm. middle, the straight middle of the spectrum is somebody who flip-flops. Mm-hmm. They're confident with some people and they're insecure with other people. Mm-hmm. They're arrogant with some people and then they're super timid with other people. So they flip-flop around. Mm-hmm. That's a low version of the middle. So I, that's why I like the, the idea of the Buddhist middle way, that apex of the triangle. Um, that's the option it's a kind of an option C, but it's a level above the other options available that I that I like to make people aware of. The level above make, makes perfect sense, and it goes into kind of where my gig is in terms of mm. in dealing with people with confidence. It's the transcendent of the linear. It's yeah. it's going into more of the dimensional and understanding. Oh, okay. If you if you have the innate sense of mm-hmm. self and you mm-hmm. work on your innate sense of self, you have yep. a level of introspection. You're able to do that, and you're able yeah. to see. And you're able to see when you get into situations and especially with new businesses, I would think, uh, mm-hmm. and and with the women that I've worked with in the past, mm-hmm. they get into the businesses and there's there's this level of incompetence, mm. not 
you know, not lack of confidence, but just a level of incompetence. But we all have levels of incompetence, especially yeah. if you're starting something new and yeah. starting a business. And you and I know this, man, that's a lot of work. And there's a it's lot, a lot of, of stuff of work, yeah. and you, and you don't know what you don't know in, yeah. the, in the quadrant of knowing, right? Right you, right. you know, Feynman says it, man, if you don't know what you don't know, you just be ready for it. And then, yep. you, and then you're not going to know it when you do know it. Right. So, it. but that's what happens. And if you can transcend above that and just understand and, and mm -hmm. realize and be okay and content with the fact that yeah. you will be incompetent in going forward. And it's like the first, it's like the, the, you know, first principle too. It's like, you yeah. know, the, kind of the Socrates first, you go in mm -hmm. with a childlike mind, you go in with an yep. open mind and you go and yeah. and that's the key shift that I have found yeah. Uh, really helps, and it sounds to me like that's that's exactly what has worked for you uh, yeah. and your and your clients, especially with your with your women clients, because they're they're so because there's an automatic conflict when it gets yeah. to that business aspect and that new role that they have to take over. Yeah, or they have to assimilate that new role, right, yep. as a part of the Absolutely. integration, right? Yeah, without taking on too much that they burn themselves out, right. And I have, which is easy to do, very easy to do. Yeah. For, for business owners in general, but also for, for the women that I work with, um, Hattie Hill talks about the difference between caring and carrying. And I've noticed that for, for women, especially, it seems to be difficult to differentiate between caring and carrying to the point where every waking moment is filled with the things they carry from work. And man, that is just a a one-way ticket to burning out um, it is so that, that almost that's always a great example i almost always bring up just even that concept with my female clients um mm -hmm. and then i i tend to recommend i tend to recommend specific books uh written especially written by women for my female clients because mm -hmm. I, I don't want to put myself in a position where i'm pretending to be an expert in something but i also have learned a lot from these other women and want to like be a conduit if, if possible, if, mm -hmm. if the situation allows for it, if there's enough trust there for me to um, pass along what they have taught me mm -hmm. and uh, equip my female clients with those, even just like what I just said about Hattie Hill and, and differentiating between caring and carrying has changed my mindset. And I hope to just be a conduit. I didn't say it. Hattie Hill said it, but it, no, that's, that it, it, but that's brilliant, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Let's say that we're, there's somebody out there, you know, uh, somebody's yeah. listening right now. And yeah. they're starting a business, thinking about starting a business, not necessarily coffee, because as mm -hmm. we know, there's a lot of universal totally. principles. Absolutely. When they first start out and they have the passion for it and they start mm -hmm. getting into the nuts and bolts, mm -hmm. what's a good pattern interrupt? What's a good process or a, a concept or some sort of a mantra that you can, yeah. that you can, you know, kind of throw out there that would help yeah. to keep the ship kind of going the right direction? Yeah, absolutely. Such such a great question. I think the I think the human body is one of the best examples for so many things. And one of the one of the things I love about the human body is it is the perfect balance of organic, you know, material and bones and structure. And your our business needs to strike the exact same balance. There needs to be enough bones and structure for the personality, for who we are to shine through. And what I love about that analogy is, I mean, you and I, I would never ever say we're the same person, but do we have the same basic bone set? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All humans do. Mm -hmm. Same with businesses. All businesses are like 95% identical 
all healthy businesses, I should say, are like 95% identical. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. It's not going to erase the uniqueness of what you're creating. It's going to give enough structure to empower the uniqueness of what you're creating. Just like our bones are what allow us to live and breathe and express ourselves. Your business is going to need some of those, what, what a lot of people would consider like more hard things, like hard, like concrete things. But those, those concrete frameworks, those structures are what allow the thing that you want to build, the, the community you want to create, the, the softer, warmer, more inviting side. It's what, it, it's what allows that to actually exist in a sustainable fashion. That's perfect. And that's such a great analogy. I actually use the same analogy for confidence. Oh, yeah. I said, if you, if you have the bones in the structure for like, yeah. a, like innate confidence, yeah. then you can allow for the other things to happen and they'll flow around oh, you. And it's about yeah. surrendering to the process. If you're okay and you're grounded and you have a good foundation and you're rocking and rolling oh, and you're like, in your stuff, that. then you that. can flow to whatever works and you can make it happen. So that's yeah, great. I Michael, that. thank you so much. And where can they, can you uh, say uh, what your coffee company is and yeah. uh, what, and what you can provide service wise and then where they can get a hold of you? Yeah. Main thing. So I help cafe and roastery owners, uh, turn a healthy profit, pay themselves a living wage, primarily through small group, small group and one-on-one -on -one coaching. So you can find me on Instagram at Threadbare Coffee. Their website is at uh, threadbarecoffeecompany.com. That's great. And I will post all, all that information on uh, on both that. the YouTube notes and also in the podcast yeah. notes as, it, go, as it goes that. forward. So thank you again, Michael. Appreciate it. And uh, if you, uh, again, if you want to, any information in terms of me, you know where to find me, tonyajabo.com. I'll put that on the bottom. I hope things are good. Thanks again, Michael. Appreciate it. And have a good yeah. one. And uh, we will uh, talk to you later. Thanks,